Welcome to the summary Shir and Hilchas Tzedakah. We're summarizing the, the halachas of Tzedakah from week number one. So we spoke this week about something very important, that the attitude of Tzedakah is that Tzedakah is not simply a good deed. Tzedakah is much more than just doing something nice. Tzedakah is an attitude. It's a perspective on a person's finances. It's a partnership with Hashem. It's the high road in life to be able to be someone who views his money as something that he's merely a guardian over. He's there to share it with the people that are less fortunate than him. The Torah tells us one of the most fascinating things, we don't find this in any other mitzvah, and it's brought down actually in, in Shulchan Aruch itself, it's a halach in Shulchan Aruch. The Ramah brings this down in Simon Reish Mem Zayin, that tzedakah is ma'asheres, it makes a person rich, and the Torah says, In this thing you're allowed to test, you're allowed to test Hashem to see if He's going to pay you back, if he's, to see if He's going to make you rich. A person usually cannot say, oh, I'm, I'm shaking Lolo because I want to get a reward. I'm doing this because I want to get a reward in this world. You can't test Hashem to see. Hashem doesn't have to prove Himself. But in the midst of Tzedakah, Kaddish Baruch Hu tells us, Test me out, says Hashem. And HaKadosh Baruch is going to open I'm going to open the windows of the sky and you'll be tremendously, fantastically successful and fantastically wealthy. So it's a business incentive that HaKadosh Baruch is giving us that when we give away our money, Melach Mom and Chaser, as the expression goes, that you saw, the way how to salt money, how to preserve money, is by giving some away. When you give away some of your money, HaKadosh Baruch Hu makes it, that preserves the rest of it. So let's understand a little bit what the halachas of tzedakah and maaser are. So before we get into any details, we first have to understand that there's a fundamental difference between tzedakah and maaser. Tzedakah means you're approached by a poor person and he asks you for a certain amount of tzedakah based on his need. So you're obligated to give him what he needs if you're able to afford that amount and, and there's nobody else to help him. If there's other people to help him, you can give him less. So sometimes you can be giving him a lot, sometimes you can give him a little. That's the halacha of tzedakah. Tzedakah is a mitzvah deiraisa today. Maisek Safim, on the other hand, is a mitzvah derabonon today. So tzedakah is all the time, even today, a mitzvah deiraisa. Maisek Safim, according to some Paiskim, is today only a mitzvah derabonon. It's a minig, and it's a chiv, but it's a minig. And Therefore, there's a fundamental difference between what you're doing when you're giving tzedakah. You bring mekayim and mitzvah deiraisa, leisamis hatzavavcha. Don't harden your heart. On the other hand, meiser is a minig to separate from your money and to give it away. The that means, in other words, that you're not necessarily being approached to give it to anybody. Someone comes over to you, he asks you for tzedakah. When it comes to meiser, nobody's approaching you for anything. Many times, you're sitting in your room, you're doing your finances at the end of the month. You separate a tenth of your finances, or if you're able to do it, you give even more. A chaymish is, is very meritorious, it's, very, it's a big schos. But the etzel, let's talk about the chiyav of meiser, of a tenth, and that has nothing to do with being approached. Nobody asked you for anything, and you're giving it because you're being mekayim, the mitzvah of, mitzvah derabonon of giving meiser. So the fundamental difference between meiser and tzedakah is that tzedakah, you have to be approached. Meiser, you don't have to be approached. You're separating from your finances from your money that you made, your income for that month. It's like a, it's an expense. It's an expense. You separate from money, so you separate from what you made. 
Tzedakah, another difference between Tzedakah and Meiser is that Meiser is a fixed amount. Meiser is always going to be a tenth. Meiser means a tenth, a serious, a tenth. Tzedakah, on the other hand, it's going to fluctuate. It could be more, it could be less, like we said. So those are the three differences. Again, it could be, one is, today one is the rice and the other is the Rabbanon. The other one has, to, one has to do with being approached and not being approached. And the, other, the third difference is that it's a fixed amount and it's not a fixed amount. Now, what does it mean to say that you, the Torah tells you, to give don't harden your heart. What does it mean? Every person that comes over to me, I have to give him stucca. So I'm going to talk about that in Rosh Hashem. But let's talk about one aspect for a minute, which comes up pretty often, that people get mailings all the time, or emails all the time. If, if Today you can get 10, 15, 20, 30 emails a day asking for tzedakah. So what's the chiyav? Is a person mechoyev to answer every single email, every single, um, every single request for tzedakah? So let's first of all talk about, let's say you're sitting in shul, and a bunch of mishalachim come into shul, they come around collecting. Now many times the scenario is, it's, it could be towards the end of davening, and they're going around from seat to seat in the shul, and by the time he's getting to your area, you already left. That's it. You packed up your talus and you left. So, were you over any issues of not giving tzedakah by the fact that you ran away before he got to you? Or not? Is that allowed? So, this is actually a discussion in Paiskim. Reb Chaim Kanyevsky in the Sefer, Derech Hamuna, Nelchus Maeser Ani writes, as Matas Anim, he writes as follows. He has to see that he's looking for a tzedakah. But if he didn't see him asking for a tzedakah, and he didn't ask him for a tzedakah, there's not going to be a chiv. On the other hand, the Shevet Alevi says, that the fact that he knows that he's looking for, asking for tzedakah, that itself is a chiv. So it's a machlekes apayiskim if a person would have a chiv in such a case. It's possible that even according to Rechaim Kanyevsky, once he sees him already, that's almost as if he's asking him, it's, it might be considered that even according to Rechaim, he has that chiv. It's not so clear, but possibly not. But either way, at, at, at the very least, it's a machlekes if there's a chiv, and it's a shayla of dairaisa. We said before, tzedakah could be a din dairaisa. So if a person has a Shiloh with a Raisa, says a Shevet Alevi, a person should be Machmer, and before he leaves the shul, he should go over to that poor person and give him money. Now what is the Yalach as, as it applies to a mass mailing or to emails? So in that case already, we have more of a leniency, there's more of a discussion, because since the, the requests in the mail are totally impersonal, and the emails, well, impersonal, they're not addressed specifically by the person asking for tzedakah to him. It's not, he's not asking in a personal way. It's more of a, a mass mailing, 20,000, 30,000 envelopes going out to all different people. So in that case, we could rely on Rebloi, Rebloi and tzedakah Mishpat writes that there's a makam to be makal, there's a makam to be lenient, and you do not have to respond to every single letter that you get. And as long as um, a person is not directly approached, or at least a letter that's very personally asking him he would be, he would not be, he would not transgress any iser of Lysa Amitzaslavavcha. Again, obviously there's a level of a person doing with the Mishra Sadin. 
I know some people that they'll save the return envelopes till Rosh Hashanah or to Purim, and, and then they'll send out a dollar in each envelope or five dollars, whatever it is. There's different ways to do it, but uh, uh, according to the strict letter of the law, a person would not be over according to the Psach employee. Now, another question we, that comes up many times in Hechistochah is what's going to be the status of giving tzedakah to someone who's not worthy? In other words, am I Yoitza Mitzvah Tzedakah, even though he's not worthy, or not? Going back to the question of the people that walked into shul, so you look at the guy, and he doesn't strike you as an honest person, and you feel, you know, this, this, he, he's not, he doesn't talk to me, this person is not honest. I, would, I want to say a story, I didn't prepare this to say, but there's a Messiah to say a story, if you remember in the middle of this year, if Don Segel says, a story that happened with me, a fellow knocked on my door one time, and in, and he walks in, he looks, he, he made a horrible impression. Re, he smelled like, like, like he had been smoking, chain smoking, he looked totally like, under the influence of something, really, really, his eyes were bloodshot. Nothing about him resembled what you would expect someone who's asking uh, for money for an honest cause to be. On top of that, he's collecting money to get his son out of jail. He's collecting money to get his son out of jail. So you can imagine what you know what I'm thinking. That uh, you know, it's a question of who's getting who out of jail. Today he's getting his son. Next day, his son's getting him out of jail. So that, that's, that's what something what, you know, obviously a person wouldn't, wouldn't look at it honestly. But then I started to talk to him, and he told me that he had just had a story that he was just collecting by this and this person. He mentioned whose name it was. And the person just blew up at him and threw him out of the house. He says, you're a thief, you're, 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 you're a rabbi, you're a trickster, you're not legitimate. I'm sick and tired of people coming to me that are not legitimate. Get out of here. Like, you would... And, and most people would have thought the same way, but this person, I guess, must have had must have been really getting on his nerves, and he just threw the guy out of his head. So the the poor fellow turns to him and says, "Listen, I, I understand you you're upset and you think I'm a thief and this and that, but is it okay with you if we call this and this God of and we ask him if I am collecting for a legitimate thing and is, if he did research about me?" So the guy says, "Yeah, fine." He picks up the phone, he calls this in his Adam Gadol, and sure enough, the Adam Gadol says, yes, it's a legitimate cause, it's very important, please give him money. The person was almost on his hands and knees begging for Mechila, literally crying and asking him to be Meichelim for doing such a thing to him, and he gave him a very nice check, and, and the message was, the message that I guess everyone would take away is, that a person, as much as he thinks he's an expert on personalities, and he's, he's, very, he's a psychologist, he's able to figure people out by just seeing them, maybe, just maybe, he should take a step back and think to himself that maybe he has a mistake, and maybe, at least at this moment, this person is, is honest and, um, and actually collecting for something that he really needs. So that being said, Lomaisa is there a mitzvah, are you yoitza mitzvah by giving to someone who's not legitimate? So we have a Gemara. The Gemara says in Masechus Bavakama, the Aftes Zayin the Gemara says, "Darash Rava, my dechsiv you muchshalom lefanecha beeis apecha, asay bohem." Amar Yirmiyol lefanecha Kadosh Baruch Hu, Ribayna Shalaylam Afilu b'Shalash Aisim Stoka Hachshilam b'Bnei Adam Sheinim Hugonim Kedeshalay Kabel Aleim Schar. There were people that were bad mouthing Yirmiyol Anavi. Now is in Yonah the Yoma, soon as Tishabav. 
And they were saying things about Yermiyah Novi that his Nevoos were not true. So Yermiyah Novi davened to Hashem that they should be nichshal, they should be tripped up. They should, what does that mean? So the Gemara explains it means they should not have merit. What does that mean? When they give tzedakah, even when they want to do chesed, even when they want to do a mitzvah, Hashem should send them people that are not worthy. Their money should go to not worthy causes. So it seems from the Gemara pretty clearly that giving money to someone who's unworthy is not going to be considered the mitzvah of tzedakah. The Rechadon Basimim asks a question from the Gemara Baba Basra. The Gemara Baba Basra says, a famous Gemara that we all know, of Yudam and Beis, the Gemara says, <coughs> a person says, I'm giving this, this cell to Tzedaka in order that my children, my son, should live. In order that I should be Zoycha to Oilam Haba. He's considered a Tzadik So Rukhanan asks, we see from here that when a person gives Tzedaka, even for something that's not necessarily the right intention, still HaKadosh Baruch Hu considers it tzedakah. So if I'm giving tzedakah, what's the difference if the person is worthy or not? I have intention to give tzedakah. I'm doing a mitzvah tzedakah. So how could it be that the people that they're giving tzedakah to, Yermiyah Novi says, if they're not worthy, you don't have the mitzvah tzedakah. That's a Bukhadon's kasha. Here you have a Gemara that sounds like you get a mitzvah tzedakah based on your intention. And here you have a Gemara that sounds like you, get, you don't get a mitzvah tzedakah if even if you have a good intention, if the person, if the recipient is not worthy. So, Rabbi Khanan answers that there's a fundamental difference between the two people. In the case of Yirmiyahu Anabi, we're talking about people that were not pure. Not the people that did not have pure intentions, they were, for whatever reasons, they wanted to twist the Nevoah against what Yirmiyahu Anabi said. These are people that were Rashan. They're people that did not behave properly. So when they have a machshav taiva, these people are not, it's, it's not going to happen. They're, they don't have the machshav taiva. When they're doing a chesed, they're not doing it with a pure intention. Their, their intentions are not going to be pure. So they don't have the dinner machshav taiva, the On the other hand, when you're talking about people that, are, that mean well, his children are sick, so he says, that my son should live, his intention is pure. Therefore, he gets the schos of the midst of tzedakah, even if the recipient is, not, is unworthy. So when a person is giving tzedakah and shul, obviously he's doing it because he's doing it because he wants to do the midst of tzedakah. That's a machshav taiva. So all the tzedakah that you're giving, you're getting a mitzvah. Without a doubt, you're getting a machshav taiva. It's as if you gave tzedakah to the proper cause. Very important, fundamental uh, piece from Rebbe Chana. Now the Gemara says about Babasa as well, let us thank the tricksters. Why? Because, because of the tricksters, because of the people that are frauds, if we don't give everybody tzedakah, we're not over an iser. So therefore, like this, it sounds from the Gemara like this. If you have a person that walks into shul, again, we're talking about the creative people that came into shul, a bunch of different mishalachim, and some of them, you're not sure if they're honest or not honest. And you don't want to give, are you mechoyev, are you over an iser, to, if you don't give the person because you suspect that he's not honest. So the answer is, L'chayra, based on this Gemara, you're not. Why? Because since giving to a Ramai is, the Gemara says clearly, is a defense that we have. In other words, we don't, since we didn't give to, to these people because they're Ramayim, so even if it happens to be sometimes they weren't Ramayim, Ba will tell Hashem, listen, I didn't know, I thought it was a Ramai. So the Gemara tells us that 
we have that defense that we, we, had, we thought that the person was a thief or a fraud. So therefore, if a person doesn't give to these people Avada, he's not, according to the Gemara, what the Gemara is telling you, he's not going to be over an Isser because Lamaisa, the fact of the matter is that there are frauds out there and if you don't give because you feel he's a fraud, even if he wasn't a fraud, you're not going to be over because of the possibility that maybe he was. Again, this is the strict letter of the law, this is Shura Sadin, but Avada, there's Lufnim Shura Sadin, there's a famous quote from the Tanzarov. The Tanzarov used to be a big fundraiser, as well as someone who used to give tzedakah to all the, the thousands of people. And he would say, I give tzedakah to a thousand people because maybe there's one person among the thousand people that's a legitimate person and he needs tzedakah. On the other hand, you have people that they won't give tzedakah to a thousand people because maybe one of them is a fraud. So it really depends on your attitude, like we said in the beginning of this year. It's all about attitude. Tzedakah is about attitude. When it, people are very touchy when it comes to their money, it, it, it's something that's very private. It used to be, Baruch Ber says, the famous piece from Baruch Ber in the back of Chedusha Rishiyuri Chela Gimbal, where he writes, it used to be in Europe, people were very open about their money. Everyone knew if someone else had a few dollars. But when it came to the Ruchmiyas, nobody knew. Nobody knew anyone's level. They were Tzadikim Nistarim, they served Hashem, they kept their mitzvahs to themselves. Today it's the opposite. When it comes to mitzvahs, a guy does a mitzvah, boom, everybody knows about it. When it comes to how much money is worth, oh, everything's private, it's the secret, it's this and that. It's what you value that people keep a secret, that things that we value. So, Akkadosh Baruch is telling you, when it comes to tzedakah, the proper attitude and the proper value system is that your money has to be something you have to be ready to part with when you see someone who has less than you. Obviously, again, there's rules how much money. But the attitude is that I'm going to give the money to the people that need it. It's not... You, you, to make someone come and run after you and call you back and call you back and run after you and do, just to get all the attention and all and, and drive the person up a wall. That's not that's not considered the pra- proper attitude of tzedakah. That's considered a person who is who his money is difficult for him to give away. We spoke at a Rashi. Rashi. So we spoke at that already in, in one of the shiurim. That Rashi says there's two levels of tzedakah. There's the people that first have to understand that it's a myth to give tzedakah, and then there are people that even after they understand, when it actually comes to giving it, they can't get it out of their pocket. And this is very, very common. You have people that'll go to events, they'll make big pr- pledges, big promises, but when they come, to, when it comes to actually giving the money, they'll give you the runaround. Maybe at the end they plan on giving it, but they like they like the game, they like the cat and mouse, or they just the attention, or just simply that. For obviously, it could be they don't have it, but many times it's nothing to do with that. And therefore, a person should realize giving tzedakah is something that he should right away do. Have his, have your hand in your pocket. The guy comes over to you, pull it out of your pocket, give it to him right away. A beautiful a beautiful chiddush that I once heard somebody do is that he when someone comes to the door, someone knocks on the door, and he doesn't have this person. He doesn't have so much money. This particular person who told this to me doesn't have so much money. So he has an envelope of singles, and a poor person comes to the door, he gives him a dollar, a mashulach, whatever. So today, a dollar is not so much already, and people, you know, they don't like it, this, that, they feel bad. The fellow can't give much more, so what he does is, he decides he's going to give two dollars. But he does it in a way where the person receiving it feels good about it. He, what, he goes in, the guy comes, he knocks on the door, he gives him a dollar, and the person sort of stands there, and he says, you know what, I'll give you another dollar. And he gives him another dollar. So even though he only got two dollars at the end of the day, but at least he felt that the fact that he made a little bit of extra effort to get more got some results, and he feels good. So it's a beautiful thing, a beautiful way how to cultivate an attitude of giving to someone else, of caring about other yidin, just like a brother 
and just what you would want someone to do for your family and for your children or grandchildren, like the Gemara says, when it comes to tzedakah, we have to see that it's a galgal achayzer ba'aylam. You do the same for Hakadosh Baruch Hu's children as well. I want to read uh, the words of the Mechaber. It's such a beautiful introduction to the Hilchot Tzedakah. The Mechaber says, "Mitzvahs asay litein tzedakah kafi asagas yad." The kama poem is Tavinu ba the mitzvahs asay. The yesh loisa asay lemaylam einu mimenu shenem loisa amitzas avam chol basisvus etiyot loitzikvus etiyotcha. The chalamaylam einu mimenu nikra bliyal. A person who, who turns away from tzedakah is considered almost like a kaifer. If a person doesn't give stock fast enough, the recipient could die and he would be over. We spoke in one of the daily shiurim that this actually almost happened in today's day and age as well. Unlike people think that today there's so many organizations, no one's going to actually die. This is probably, if not the most important, but from the most important introductions to the Allah Tzedakah, is that a person has to understand, never has it happened in history that someone became poor because he gave Tzedakah. Never. These are the words of the Rambam. Never has it happened that someone became poor or he suffered, he sustained damage to his business because he gave Tzedakah. Never. This is a fundamental belief that we have to understand, and that's what the Pasuk says, The act of giving charity of tzedakah is always going to be complete from all sides, for the side of the recipient and from the side of the giver. The third halacha, A person who has rachmanus on an ani, HaKadosh Baruch has rachmanus on him, and the Ramah points out that's what you said before, that just like he hears the cries of the poor people, Hashem is going to hear his cries or his children if they ever come on to this. And what you do for others, Hashem is going to make sure it's done for your family and for you. And when there's a time of hunger, it saves a person. Again, unlike you would think, you're giving from your, your last portion to someone else who has so nothing to eat. Person thinks, how is it possible to live? We hear stories that happened in the concentration camps that people that took their tiny portion and split it in half, says the Mechaber, that doing that is going to save a person from hunger. That's going to give the energy to the person to be able to survive. And therefore, we have to realize, we have to internalize these ideas. It's not just, like we said before, it's not just some nice Moser Drasha. This is something here that we have to internalize and appreciate. And again, may HaKadosh Baruch Hu give us these Zuchos to be from the givers of Tzedakah, and to always be able to share what we have with other people, and to be to all these tremendous brachas.